Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best thing of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win-win in my book. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer. By offering 5% off your next booking, just head to omeo.com. That's Omaha. Michigan, Indiana, Omaha.com, and use the code OMEO5 at checkout. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. That's OMEO.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 182, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your weekend going? How the hell was your week um, I'm drinking some whiskey and Coke over here. Nothing fancy, uh, but it's going to get the job done. Hopefully you have something more creative to drink. Do you guys mix drinks before you listen to this podcast? I, I would feel ashamed of myself if you actually, if you're popping a beer open, you're on the same level as me. You know, if you're dr- drinking Jack and Coke, you're on the same level. You didn't put a lot of thought into it, but you know where you want to be, you know? Uh, so this is going to do the trick. If you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. I need this whiskey to kick in, honestly. Um, this 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 podcast is brought to you by Tylenol, Bengay, and a little bit of whiskey. Uh, I'm hurting you guys. My, my knee is just fucking... Have you ever seen a spider that's dead? It's just like uh, the legs are curled up to its body. That's my knee right now. And granted, it is an old soccer injury. I did tear my ACL a long time ago. But this just kind of came out of nowhere today. Like I'm, I'm limping everywhere I'm going. It's, it's, it's kind of awful. It f- kind of fucking sucks, you know. And I'll tell you guys how this happened. Uh, were you playing competitive sports, Chris? Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, did you go on a run, dude? No, I didn't go on a run. Um, I literally took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap with my son. And I woke up and my knee was like this, like fluid on my knee. I can't straighten it out. You know, going back doesn't hurt too bad. But straightening it out, I can just feel all the cartilage, you know. And I have had surgery on this leg. Uh, they they actually, believe it or not, they took my hamstring out. And they put it in place of my ACL, which is wild. I didn't know they fucking did that. I thought they, I don't know, put some screws in there or something. But I'm actually glad I grew up in the time I did because I've seen older guys that have ACL surgery and dude, the scar is like from their ankle all the way up to their fucking knee. Me, I just have like one little slit and a couple of holes like on either side of my knee and that, you know, orthoscopic, they go in there with the little camera, they do their thing. I don't know how the fuck they do it. Why am I trying to explain it? I'm not a goddamn doctor. Uh, So anyway, yeah, this is an old soccer injury. I, I did the rehab for it years and years ago. And, dude, it's it's actually kind of sad because I had a good amateur soccer career going on. You know, like I, I played all since I was a kid. I was on a pretty damn good team. Uh, I was trying to go select there for a little while, but Jesus, dude, they're, they're such Nazis about practice. And if you're fucking late and, 
you know, you got to do this and you got to do that, jump through all these hoops. And my parents were like, fuck that. That's too much. So anyways, you know, I get through my, my childhood career, uh, amateur career, and I go to high school. I try out for the varsity, which was the only soccer team we had was a varsity soccer team. I try out as a freshman and me and one other freshman make the damn team somehow. Uh, some by some miracle, we make the team that the coach thought we were good enough. Um, so I'm having a pretty good go at it. You know, I'm having a pretty good, you know, I'm, I'm getting some playing time here and there. The coach is throwing me in. He's utilizing me. He sees some potential in me. Um, and then in the off season, you know, what we would do to like stay in shape would be to go play indoor soccer, indoor soccer. You can play any time of day, as long as, you know, they pay the electric bill. Um, so, you know, and my mom warned me too. She was like, you know, don't go play indoor. You're going to end up hurt and it's not worth it. And I should have fucking listened, man. Uh, one of those many, many times when I should have listened to advice from someone older than me that knew a lot more than I did and I didn't fucking do it. So, and, and I don't know if you guys know this about me. I, depending on what it is, dude, I am competitive to the max. Like I, I can't control myself. There's either... Sitting on the sideline, Chris, eating a fucking hot dog. Or there's like, I'm playing the game like it's my life depends on it. You know what I mean? Like balls to the wall. I'm not half-assing it. I'm going after every ball. You're either going to knock me down for it or I'm going to knock you down for it. And uh, that's the way I was playing. It was actually a championship game in the indoor game where I hurt myself. Uh, which doesn't mean dick, to be honest with you. Because you know what you get? When you win the championship in indoor soccer, you get a fucking t-shirt. Yay! <laughs> so all this competitiveness over a t-shirt, and I'll never forget the pop like my, my leg made when I stepped out. I, I remember I was chasing this kid down for the ball, and I stepped out too far, and I heard the pop, and I immediately hit the ground. And I like, fuck, something's wrong, this hurts, my knees like curled up. And I army crawl over to the bench and I'm just like, I'm fucked. I am fucked. I am hurt. I am so hurt. And, you know, had, you know, we lost the game. We ended up losing the game. So it was pointless. My mom was right. You know, uh, it was a dumb injury to get in the first place because it didn't mean shit. I just ended my whole high school career over nothing, uh, which I would have had four years on varsity, man. I, I can't imagine what I would have learned and the places I would have seen traveling around with the team. And I think that first year I was on the team, we almost won state. No, we didn't almost win. We were like two or three games away, but we had a really good fucking team and, and we made it pretty deep. Uh, anyway, so, you know, I do the whole rehab thing and they're basically like strengthening the muscles around the knee so it doesn't happen again. And, uh, you know, they, they fit me for this brace this fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin leg brace. Um, not saying he has his own brand. I'm just, <laughs> just saying, you know, if you've ever watched Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know he has the braces on his knee. That's basically what I had, the metal brace on my knee. You know, I do all my rehab. I'm feeling good. It's my first game back after who knows how long. Um, this is the time, by the way, I found out Vicodin is not my friend. You know, for the pain after the surgery, they gave me Vicodin. And dude... It was, oh God, it just felt gross. You know what I mean? Like taking the Vicodin and, and just trying to tough through the pain. It just felt dirty, you know? To, uh, I didn't like it. It gave me the spins and everything. But anyways, 
so I get my brace. I uh, my first game back, and like I said before, competitive as hell. I'm not taking it easy. I'm going for every ball. I'm either going to tear my knee up again, or I'm not. There's only two ways about it. So you know, I step out again, chasing chasing down the ball, and you know, I don't hear a pop this time, but it doesn't feel right, and I fall. I crawl to the sideline, and I'm just like, it's fucking over. Like my whole soccer career is over uh just because i'm like i've done all the rehab you know and i was frustrated as fuck with with my knee just not being able to turn and cut and it, you, you couldn't tell by the looks of me uh but i'm actually pretty fucking fast uh at, at least you know sprinting you know i don't have a lot of stamina but sprinting i i am faster than i look uh so that was all gone you know i can't cut i can't turn which means I can't maneuver the ball like I would like to. And it's, I'm just sitting on the sideline like it's fucking over. Like my whole career is over. So, <laughs> so years later, who knows how many years later, let's call it 35 years. Oh, I'm sorry, 35. Uh, 20 years later, uh, I take a nap <laughs> with my child and I wake up and it's hurt. That's what I'm living. That's, that, is there any better sign of, of getting old? Getting older. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm not fucking decrepit. I'm not senile. But Jesus Christ, man, my body's just fucking breaking down. Yeah, I can't even take a goddamn nap, you know? But uh, let's, let's take another drink so I can, you know, this pain will wear off, hopefully. Cheers, everybody. So real quick, let's do a promo early on in the podcast. Uh, Ridgely Theater. Saturday, July 31st, 2021, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. My band Cashing In is playing. You should definitely come out to see us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a couple of drinks. I'll buy you a fucking Uber if you need to. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be safe about it, but we're going to have a great fucking time. I've actually, these last couple of months playing in this band, uh, we've booked some incredible shows. Like the Gas Monkey one fell through, unfortunately. Uh, we got to play Three Links, which was like a dream of mine for so long. Uh, I played it back when it was LaGrange. You know, it changed over to Three Links years and years ago. Um, and now Ridgely Theater. I've always heard of the... I've never actually even been inside. Uh, like these are fucking kind of epic places to me to play. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. I'm having a great time playing in this band and like... I don't know how we're booking these shows, but, uh, you know, you know, I, I did the three links one, luckily. Um, but as far as the other ones, you know, booking at Gas Monkey, like how the fuck does that happen? That's pretty nuts to me. So I've, I've seen a couple of bands there that I just fucking love. I admire. I never thought I might share the stage. So that's kind of a cool thing. Um, so just to reiterate, uh, Ridgely Theater. Saturday, July 31st, 2021, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be kind of a uh, sort of like a festival kind of thing, you know, with that many hours, nine, eight, seven, six hours. You know, there's got to be more than three bands playing that night. I couldn't tell you who's playing, unfortunately. Uh, but I know Cashing In is playing. So if you have the free time, if you just want to get out of the house, you know, the wife's bitching at you, the kids are nagging you, just get out of the house, come see us. Come listen to some good music um, and have a couple of beers with us. Cheers, everybody.
So in other news, uh, apparently, according to Twitter, what I've seen all over Facebook and Twitter is the new Space Jam movie sucks. And I'm just kind of like laughing to myself. I'm like, who had high hopes for this fucking movie? Like, even as a kid seeing the first Space Jam with with uh, Michael Jordan, like, I was like, this is stupid. You know, even as a kid, I was like, this is dumb. Like, I wasn't in love with this movie. I wasn't like, fuck yeah, Space Jam. Like, I know it's like the thing to do these days to like be into the, you know, the stuff that was nerdy back in the day that people really didn't like, you know, but I'm just kind of like laughing at people online that are like, Space Jam sucked. Oh, what a horror. Like, I didn't know this was some epic fucking uh, film. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? It's Space Jam. Like, yeah, it's going to be goofy. What were they expecting to happen in the movie that would have made it not suck? That's my biggest question. Uh, which, you know, I might pose that question on Twitter here in a little bit. But uh, what were you expecting? Because it wasn't Michael Jordan again? You know? I don't know this. You know if it's still the Monstars and all that shit. I don't know, but it's just cracking me up that adults are, like, mad. It's silly. <laughs> like, it's a stupid kids movie. You thought it was going to be good? It was just going to go down in history as one of the best films of all time? Like, come on. You couldn't have expected that much. And, and, and on the other side of the coin, um, people with kids that went to see it fucking loved it. The kids loved it. So it's like, fuck the adults. It, your opinion doesn't matter in this situation. It was made for kids. You know, how are you going to sit there and say it fucking sucks? It's stupid. Uh, what else? Oh, we're going to move on to the Olympics. Uh, I, I talked about this. Uh, Shikari Richardson from Oak Cliff, Texas qualifying and going to the Olympics, and I haven't spoke on this since, but apparently, um, she got, you know, drug tested as they do, and she had some THC in her system, and now she's, she basically can't do her event, which is the 100, is it 100 yard or 100 meter? I don't fucking know. It's a 100 something. You know, it's the, it's the fastest one there is. You know, you have to be fast. It's not a lot of distance to cover. Um, but she got banned. Oh, well, I don't know if she got banned, but she's basically not going to be able to participate in the Olympics because they found some THC in her system. It's like, dude, at this point, I'm just speaking to the general world. Uh, get the fuck over it, man. With the whole weed thing. Like it's not fucking meth. You know, it's not blow. You know, it's nothing like it's, it's weed. Get the fuck over it. Who cares? I just really can't believe like this is such a big deal that she smoked weed or she might still smoke. Who gives a fuck, dude? If she's the fastest woman on the planet, um, obviously, and, and this goes against the narrative, this is probably what it is. It goes against the narrative that, you know, if you smoke weed, you're fucking lazy. And if you smoke weed, you're stupid. And, you know, there's no way you could run 100 meters. If you smoke weed, it's so bad on your lungs. That goes against all that fucking bullshit they've been preaching for fucking years. And that's why she got banned, because it doesn't fit the narrative. You know, uh, we can't have the fastest woman in the world smoking weed. What does that say about weed? Weed is a, you know, a super drug. It's going to help you. It's performance enhancing. No, it's fucking not. It's weed. Get the fuck over it. Shut the fuck up. 
Like, let her fucking run, dude. Who cares? You know, and, and, and I just heard this conspiracy theory today, too. Which I don't know Shikari Richardson. I don't fucking know. I'm just speaking off of my gut instinct. I'm speculating here, but... Like, they said, she, you know, she smoked the weed purposefully. That way she would get busted for that and not steroids. But it's like, wouldn't they have both shown up on the on the test? They don't just test you for one fucking thing. They test you for all the things. So they would have been like, um, she can't participate because of THC and also steroids. Like, they're not just testing you for one. You know, so that doesn't make any fucking sense. I, in in my own mind, at least, I blew that out of the water. Um, but here's the weirder thing. More weird thing. Is weirder a word? Here's the more weird thing <laughs> as the booze starts to kick in. Oh, boy. Um, here's the more weird thing is that apparently, I don't know how true this is. You guys can fact check this because I didn't. <laughs> um Apparently, she's not allowed to run the 100 meter, but she can run the relay. So how the fuck does that make any sense? Because she's on a team all of a sudden? Like, it's okay to smoke marijuana? Like, what the fuck does that say? I don't understand. It's You know, the Olympics are so many politics that we don't even realize. And such bullshit. You know, like, I don't know, man. It's just like all these fucking, everybody's cheating to win. And I'm not saying Shikari Richardson's a cheater because she smoked weed. She's not. I don't know if she's done steroids. I can't say for sure. But my initial reaction to it is like she's probably not. She's just got a gift. You know, is that allowed? Is it allowed for her to have a fucking gift? That she's the fastest fucking person on the planet? Woman on the planet? Um, and It's just all bullshit, man. I, I'm just... I, I want to... I like the Olympics. I love the competition. These top athletes from around the world. I love it. Who's the best of the best? Who has the best in their country? Which is still kind of like... We're all mixed so much that it's like everybody's from everywhere. Just because you were born on this patch of land means you can fight for this team... But And because you're born on that patch of land, you play for that team. It's like, we're all fucking mixed anyway, dude. Like, you know, what are we tracing it back to? Just where you were born? That just seems silly. You know? So, um, there's that going on. I, I, I don't fucking know. I was really hopeful for her to run and, and win some gold medals. And, you know, it wasn't even about her being from Oak Cliff. It was, you know, that was a feel good part for me because it's, you know, 20 minutes down the road, you know, and I, dude, when I started my, one of my earlier bands, that's where we started was fucking Oak Cliff. You know, that's where we practiced every fucking week. Um, but you know, so that did give me a little bit of pride. I, I will have to admit, but it's not even that dude. If she was from Wisconsin, you know, I wouldn't care. Like just let her fucking compete. You know, it's just, it's just so stupid. The other funny thing though, is that I saw online, they're they're trying to like, okay, so I'm sure you guys have heard this before. Basically, you know, the Olympics, aside from the competition, is just like basically a giant porno set, you know, when they're not competing. You know, everybody's banging everybody. You know, the, what was that one year they passed out condoms because they knew these athletes are just going to be fucking each other left and right. Well, so now something they're trying to implement is these cardboard beds 
that basically are supposed to collapse if you get too much, you know, you start romping too hard. Uh, you know, they're supposed to collapse. So they're, they're supposed to, you know, they're anti-sex beds is what they're calling them. And which is stupid. I mean, like if people are going to fuck, they're going to fuck. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter if you do it in the shower or on the fucking floor, you know, <laughs> it doesn't in the bathroom. It doesn't matter. People are going to fuck you. You're not going to stop it by giving everybody cardboard beds. In another video I saw, this guy was jumping on his you know, this fucking shredded ass dude. So you have to assume he's some kind of Olympic athlete. I mean, I, it could be misleading. He's jumping on his cardboard bed and it didn't collapse. It's perfect. It might actually help, <laughs> you know, it might help facilitate, you know. I, okay, I'm thinking too graphic at this point. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. So they're trying to stop this giant fuck fest <laughs> that is the Olympics. And I get it too. It's like, you know, like top athletes that have a lot in common, a first off, because they all do the same thing. They all use their whole fucking entire life to train, train, train to be the best at their sport. OK, we have that in common already. Oh, because the fact that you train, you have this amazing fucking shredded body. So that now you're attractive to me. You know, it's just like I I get it. It, it makes sense. You know, I'm not saying people that don't have shredded bodies don't get it on too you know we see that shit all the time but it's just it, just trying to stop them is so funny to me like i didn't realize the olympics thought this was such a big problem just let a fuck pass out the condoms because that's the responsible thing to do and if you know you catch a disease from it i mean you should have worn the condom you know which you know by the way uh condoms are not a hundred percent Birth control is not 100%. Just so you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a guy drinking on a podcast. Don't take any of this as advice. I'm not giving advice. But uh, it's just stupid. You know, it's just silly that they're trying to stop people from fucking. It's it's going to happen, dude. You know, the, the floor is right there. Even if the cardboard caved in, like, the, the uh, you know, come on. It's right there. Let's take another drink. Fuck. All right, it's time for the drink recommendations. The first one I have for you is from cnet.com. Oh, I didn't sing my song. Don't fucking drink and drive. Get an Uber and a Lyft or a Lyft, I mean. I used to play that song before I did the drink recommends, and then I got like really weird about like copyright infringement. Uh, so now I sing it. You can't get in trouble for singing, right? Uh, the first one I have for you is from cnet.com. Whipped lemonade. The creamy, tangy TikTok drink tastes even better than it looks. Here's how to make it. This does look really fucking good, though. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like if you took a lemon chill and, like, whipped it up. And it's, like, you know, nice and creamy. Anyways, uh, you can find the picture of it. Here's what you're going to need. Uh, three cups of ice, two cups of whipped cream, fourth cup of sweetened condensed milk, half a cup fresh lemon juice, vanilla extract, granulated sugar, or sugar substitute. Uh, here's how the hell you... Where's the alcohol? <laughs> okay. For you, um, throw some vodka in there, all right? I thought this had alcohol in it. What the fuck did I even look this up for? Oh, that's disappointing. Anyways, here's how the hell you make it, since we're already in. Uh, if you're making your own whipped cream, beat one cup whipping cream. 
with a tablespoon of sugar and a half teaspoon of vanilla extract and cold bowl or cocktail shaker until peaks appear. I used a handheld milk frother for this, but a manual whisk or electric mixer works too. Set aside in the fridge. Combine ice, condensed milk, fresh lemon juice, and one cup whipped cream in a blender. Blend until smooth and creamy with no ice chunks left. Pour into a glass and top with the remaining whipped cream garnish with a lemon wheel. Lower sunglasses and enjoy. Thanks, TikTok. Don't ever change. Dude, why was I under the impression this had some kind of fucking alcohol in it? Did it say cocktail? Well, okay. Well, if you don't drink, there's one for you. All right? I'd never do that, but um, apparently this time it's a thing. Uh, the next one I have for you is from MixThatDrink.com. This is Sex in the Driveway. I'm assuming a play on Sex on the Beach. Uh, here's what you're going to need for it. One ounce peach schnapps. One ounce blue curacao or curacao. What does that little symbol under the C mean? What are you supposed to do with the C when you read that? Um, two ounces vodka or white rum, it suggests. And Sprite. Here's what else you're going to need as far as equipment goes. Highball glass, mixing spoon, gold and white striped paper straw. You don't need fucking gold and white striped paper straws. Uh, use any straw. It's not going to taste any different, right? Might be worse for the environment. Anyways, uh, here's how the hell you make it. Put crushed ice in a highball glass. Pour in the ingredients in order, ending by topping off with Sprite. Stir and serve with a straw garnished with a lemon wheel. That is Sex in the Driveway from MixThatDrink.com. Um, the last one I have for you, if it's going to pull up here. Oh, we already did the CNET. Dude, these are so weird this week. CNET gave me a drink recommendation. This FT.com, which is Financial Times, gave me a drink recommendation. Uh, that just proves everybody loves to drink, right? Uh, well, where's the drink recommendation? Ah, oh, give me one second. All right, we had to change over websites. I, I don't know, the, the recipe disappeared for some reason. Anyways, this is from greatitalianchefs.com. This is the Hugo, and here's what you're going to need for it. Uh, 30 mils of elderflower, one dash of soda water, Prosecco to top up, uh, top off is what I would say. Where, where is that a British thing? Uh, you're going to need ice, fresh mint, and lime. Here's how the hell you make it. Super easy. Three steps. Scoop a handful of ice into a large wine glass along with some torn mint leaves. Add the elderflower uh, with a splash of soda water, then top with Prosecco. Give a quick stir and garnish with a wheel of lime. Uh, that's greatitalianchefs.com. That is the Hugo. Uh, as always, guys, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Have a good time. But, you know, fucking be safe. You know, if you're younger than I am, I'm 35. If you're younger than I am, this is just like, you know, your notice. Just like my mom telling me, don't play indoor and hurt yourself. This is this is my notice to you guys out there. Uh, don't fucking drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Fuck, if you're older than me, I don't give a shit. Don't drink and drive, get an Uber, get a Lyft. Don't be a fucking moron. Respect your elders, my ass. Don't be a dipshit. Uh, anyways, cheers, you guys. Now that I've insulted everybody. <laughs> All right, we're going to end this episode. Uh, I, I'm, I'm dedicating this episode, number 182, to my buddy Will, who passed away a week ago on Sunday. 
Uh, I just want to, I'm not going to be sad about it. I want to tell a few stories about Will uh, that I remember. I worked close, I worked with this man every day uh, for close to two years, and I, I learned a, a lot from him. Uh, not not just in like how to work, like my work ethic, but just as a, a human being, you know, um, a, a lot of you, probably most of you never knew Will, but if you did, you, you saw a guy with a heart of gold, um, always offering to help somebody out to do something. You know, if you needed a fence built in your backyard, Will would be the first to fucking volunteer. Uh, just a great funny dude. I was telling my fiance the other day, which, which by the way, beautiful memorial service for Will. Um, that that was great, man. It was a tearjerker, but, you know, in a good way too, because you got to laugh because everybody in that room knew Will and knew the kind of person he was. But I was telling my fiance, you know, like it was a badge of honor for myself personally, because Will, he could make you laugh uh, at any time of the day. He would just say one fucking word and he just had a way about him that he would just make you laugh and, and you love the guy for it. I love the guy for it. And it was a badge of honor. Anytime I could get Will to chuckle and like lose his breath, you know, gasping because he's laughing so hard. Anytime I could say something that had that kind of effect on Will, uh, dude, I, I, I honestly just saw it as a badge of honor, you know, because he was that fucking funny to me. Uh, we always had a good fucking time. Uh, maybe sometimes a little bit too good of a time. Uh, I'll never forget. <laughs> One day, and I shouldn't be saying this, uh, boss man, if, if you're listening, I apologize, but it's it's the goddamn truth. Uh, one day we were, we were working, it was a Friday, and it's just me and Will, and we're just like, we got a shit ton to do, you know, it's going to suck, it's going to be hard, but Will had a way about him of making you want to push through, because Will wouldn't say anything, but he would do... You know, if you were sitting in the truck and not doing shit, Will would do everything. He wouldn't say a word to you about it. He wouldn't give you shit about it. He wouldn't say a fucking thing. But he would do every bit of the work just to get it done. You know, and and, and that taught me a lot. Which, you know, I didn't, I respected the guy way too much to just sit there and watch him do the work. I'm, I'm going to fucking help you. Uh, so one day, you know, we're up against it. It's a Friday, and we're just like, we take lunch at this bar, unfortunately. Me and Will were, you know, drinking buddies a little bit here and there. Uh, but we take we take our lunch, you know, noon, 12, 30, 1, somewhere in there. We take our lunch at this bar, and we're, you know, you say the typical fucking thing, just one. We're just going to have a couple. You know, and a couple turned into multiples. And we basically didn't go back to work. We got so fucking drunk. We didn't go back to work. <laughs> and, and you know, and, and me being like kind of the worry wart, you know, I'm like, Will, what are we going to tell, you know, what are we going to tell the boss? You know, how are we going to explain ourselves? He's like, don't worry about it. I'll smooth it over. And sure enough, he fucking did somehow. 
We didn't do work the rest of the day. We ended up hammered fucking drunk. And we actually had to have, you know, someone come pick us up to take us back, you know, because we just weren't in a condition to drive, you know, uh, which was not a good look. But that was one of my favorite memories, uh, just for the fact that, like, that was that encapsulated who Will was to me because he could smooth it over. I don't know how he did it. Like, still to this day, I don't know how I didn't get in trouble. I didn't get anything. Nothing happened to me. I just got to get drunk on a Friday with my buddy, and nothing happened. There was no reprimand. There was no anything. And, uh, you know, I I just, I miss you, Will. Um, I I really do. If if you can hear me now, I, I do. And I learned a lot from you. And, uh... Yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's it's been an odd fucking week. It's it's been sad, but you know, like I said, um I, I want to remember the good shit. That's all I'm gonna remember is all the good shit. All the times you made me fucking laugh. You know, uh, Will's famous fucking catchphrase, and he would use it in different scenarios too, is hell yeah. You know, you'd be like, hey Will, you know, you wanna go to the bar after, you know, after we get off of work, you want to go to the bar and have a couple of drinks? And he'd always kind of make you wait for it. He'd just kind of sit there silently, you know, you're like, you want to get a couple of drinks? And he'd just be like, hell yeah. And there was just something about the way he said it that fucking cracked you up, man. Uh, just a great fucking dude. I I, I wish, you know, I, I wish things were different. But, uh, you know, that's life unfortunately. And, um, you know, Will, Will taught me a lot about being a, a human being more, more than just doing my job and doing my job to the fullest. He taught me just how to be more human. And, and Will was so silent. It's, it's so weird how just people touch your life like that, man. Will, Will wasn't a big talker, but he could just, he had a way about him. I, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, but this last drink of Drink It Till You podcast, this this whole episode goes out to Will. Uh, nothing that I talked about earlier has anything, I mean, to do with with him. But I, I, I want to dedicate this to him, and I'm going to dedicate this last drink to him. Uh, because I enjoyed all the times we went to the fucking bar, and we bullshitted, and we laughed, and we had a good time. And that's, that's what I'll always remember. So uh, cheers, Will. Love you, man. All right, guys, that's going to do it for me. Uh, episode number 182, Drink Until You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. I will talk to you guys next fucking week. You guys be safe out there. Um, you know, um, an ending note would be you influence more people than you could ever imagine. So uh, don't take that lightly. You, you have more power than than you know over people. So uh, anyways, you guys have a good night. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.